Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, hello. She's back. I'm sure peace is all restored in Scrummy Mummy Mansion, Shirley, is it? Oh, yes, the wooden partner is back. Oh, it's, you know what? It's a lot calmer. Things are getting done around the house. Of I've been t- told off quite a lot about, mm. um, you know, leaving a mess. And that's actually one nice thing. When you're left to your own devices, you can really do as you please. No, no, no. You can't talk about the advantages of being left to your own devices. You haven't stopped complaining about the fact that you've been solo parenting. No, you must. You no. must be I... enjoying having her back. Are you? Oh, of course. Of course. Are you back in the um, same bed or is she still on the floor in the next room? She, no, she came back in the same bed for two nights. I didn't know what to do with the baby. So the baby just slept on my chest. It was very uncomfortable for me, but I thought it's the least I can do. Let her into her bedroom. But now she's been back on working Canadian time. So she doesn't even go to a bedroom. She doesn't no, even no get sleep. into pyjamas. No, she just slept for an hour and a half last night, but just at her desk or on the sofa. And then she woke up blind in one eye with a terrible migraine. And she said, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go straight back to bed. And I said, please let this be a warning. But you She's know, no slouch, is she? You're willing, willing. She's absolutely yeah, she no just slouch. Goes up. She didn't even, she was still in her work clothes. She didn't even get into her PJs. Right. You know, someone's got to put those veg boxes on the table. Absolutely. I haven't really been enjoying the news. I'm sure you haven't either. Are we looking at our new new PM here? Trust, trust. I can't even, yeah. Yeah, nothing you can't trust anything about trust. But this, the only sort of bit of good news I can think of is surely now the next general election, Labour have to get in, they just need to sort out their leadership. I mean, some of her policies are so draconian and right wing and just awful that surely the Tories have to go. She's not going anywhere. I enjoyed her husband four places behind her. I've heard some really juicy rumours about her, but my husband said I'm not allowed to mention them. But why don't we say they're not about her and they're okay, about Okay, why don't we just say it's about a, a typical Greenwich girl. Okay, go on. What would you say a typical Greenwich girl would do to get to the top? Oh, get oh. on her knees. Sure, sure. Both ways. Really? I'm not saying the anything. Girls I'm just the saying guys. typical Greenwich. What? She's Teresa. Greenwich. She went down on Teresa. <laughs> but I'm just saying the juicy bit of goss I heard. Could you could tell? I mean, who did she go down on? This is what I need to know. Listen, she just doesn't mind. She's not. She's not okay. fussy. Listen, her look, all about her. She's a joker. She cannot believe that she's prime minister, and it's so true. Someone said instead of sorting out, you know, the energy crisis, she's too busy on the phone to, you know, the girls who bullied her, telling her that she's now prime minister. And it's saying so, she's going to be so excited, isn't she, going through just Facebook, just making, um, you know, update status, prime minister. Uh, um, typical South East London uh, she, girl. Yeah, I love oh yeah, that we've about known. Her. We've known her from before. Her daughters, Florence Liberty, aged 13 and 16 respectively, cannot wait to get their minch hawks into um, <laughs> number 10 and checkers respectively. They've already planned the sleepovers. They've planned the pool parties. Oh my gosh, can you imagine those three women? I'm including their mother in, in the three. Listen, They I are going you. to have the I'm time. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I've just heard things. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Can we just quickly also talk about Carrie Johnson's dress? Did you see it the morning of? Oh, how she, how she exunted. Yeah, she exunted, like pursued jester. by bear. Fuchsia, yeah. <laughs> a fuchsia pink maxi dress, backless, billowy sleeves, um, a ruched waist. Now you can't get that dress for love nor man in the shops. Oh, it's really? completely sold out. But it's so weird because that's the walk of shame dress. No, but, I thought um, she did, did well. you hear that choice. he? I, I didn't see. I didn't see him. But apparently, he just ushered her away from the crowd so fast that he nearly walked her into a lamppost. Oh, He's I didn't such see. a buffoon. 
such a clue. Oh dear, so I don't know what to say about any of it. Them's in charge. Them's in charge. Good luck to us all is what I say. What I wanted to say was I haven't been enjoying the news, but I've really been enjoying the newsreader on BBC Australian set in the 80s in the newsroom. Have you seen it? No. Oh, sure. Should I see love. it? Yes, it's really good. It's really fun. The Australian characters are great. Big stories, big hair, big characters. And there's a love affair between the main anchors in it. Very odd coupling. I said, don't say that lightly. Odd coupling, but interesting and very juicy. You have oh, to I watch love. it. It's on BBC. It's you... almost as good as the thing that you're... Um, Willing Partner did on BBC a couple of moons ago. Almost as good. Definitely worth watching. Gold Digger. Yeah, well, I was actually thinking about the one from before, but you know what? You might as well list them off now because there's energy crisis and someone needs to bring in those royalties. So, yeah, 13 and Gold Digger, written and exec produced by Shirley's Willing Willing. If you haven't watched them, do. And while you're at it, watch the newsreader. It's really good, Shelley. You're going to love it. The first one, you're like, what's going on? And then you really get... And also what's fantastic about it is all of the stories at the time are real. So it's all in real time. A dingo stole my baby. I didn't realise that was actually a proper story where they thought the mother had done it. Of course. It was but a you must remember, story. I'm much, much, much younger than you. So I don't really remember these things. Blame it on that three-year age gap. Why Just don't so. you? But it's um, really good. It's really good. And the lead in it, the woman, is absolutely fantastic. She is absolutely brilliant and reminds me of a melange of a lot of our friends when they're on ecstasy. I will. No, I will definitely watch that after I finish watching Severance. Wasn't sure, but by the end of the first episode, I was hooked in. Just because it's a sort of it's science fiction, psychological thriller TV series on Apple. Um, with Adam Scott, and it sort of follows him, uh, an employee of this company, whereby they have a severance program which separates your work memories from your personal life. Right. So as soon as you leave the building, you have no memory of work. Wow. And when that's you're quite yeah, nice, so, isn't it? so you never yeah, well, exactly. That's how they sell it to people. So people who go to work for them, they have to do a video of like I completely, you know, give authorization to have the severance program so that I have no work memories. But anyway, of course, it's dark. Things aren't as they seem. But how's he going to know? Because he doesn't remember anything that goes on in work. And he doesn't, when he's at work, he doesn't know what's gone on in his private life. Little spoiler, he has lost his wife, which is part of the reason he's gone into the severance programme. He's just so, so aggrieved. You know, he's so, so heartbroken and can't yeah. stop crying. Now tell so me, is Adam just... Scott the name of the actor or the name of the character? The actor. Adam Scott. And sure. Patricia Arquette. You know, it's um, directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah, I don't know if you saw Escape at Denimora. Yes, I but did. he did that as well. I watched that during lockdown. Fantastic. Also with Patricia Arquette. Yes. He took her with to this production, but he does really classy. Just, yeah, that the, was fantastic. The production quality of his shows are really second, second to, to none. none. So today I went to a casting, a recall, and that was for me. And my son, my three and three quarter old son, he had a lot of things to do in this casting. We went through various things. We did a trial casting, me and him, and he was so up for it. He was answering all the questions and he was really buzzy and full of energy. We get in there. There's a massive space and loads of cameramen. They said, it's really mad in there. You can have roaming cameras and we just want X, Y, and Z. We just did the idents, which is when they ask you your name, your age, where you're from. And he just... Lost the power of speech. Cat got his tongue. Nothing like a silent goose. I was so embarrassed. 
but also quite proud. Yeah, I thought, don't no, be you're embarrassed. not a pr- No, I thought it's no, a lot. It's a lot of pressure. They go, come on, come on. What's your name? And then he said, I, I don't know. How old are you? I don't know. Where do you live? I don't know. I had asked him all these questions and more, and then just didn't follow any of the direction. It was excruciating because I knew that he was dying. He was just frozen with absolute fear, and I know that fear. I don't get it so much anymore because we're so old and ugly and I know I'm not going to get, or at least I think, oh, who cares? But when I first started out in my early 20s, I just was, I would be really, really scared of those castings. I remember those spotlight photos, those 10 by 8s that you had pumped out. You were in a high polar neck and you sort of had your natural, quite dark hair with your beautiful emerald eyes and you looked like Jay Jagger. Do you remember? And you just pumped it out to every theatre in the northeast, (laughs) every theatre, every regional (laughs) theatre. And one day, someone wrote back and said, will you be Cinderella? That's right. And I toured around with the school doing Cinderella to the under fives. All those horrible schools and gyms. The amount of money that must have cost for everyone to get a 10 by 8, they literally just put in their shredder. It's so depressing. At least nowadays you can just ping over a, you know. It it was actually a pound. uh, When we did the math, it was a pound uh, photo. And used to send off a hard copy in a sort of um, do not bend brown envelope. Yeah, I remember the one. With your CV and the application for the job you were after, and you just post, post and post. Post and, and post you did away. that every month. I, I forget when that publication came out or indeed what it was called, but it was written on red paper so that you couldn't photocopy it for your other cheap drama school friends. And yeah, you just go, right, I've done that on Monday. I've sent out all my applications and then you wait for the end of the week for nothing. You hear nothing, but then you life. felt like you did something. And then you Listen. just go to the pub for the rest of the week. I have to say, Shirley, I think that casting is definitely, definitely in the bag. You wait and see. You never know. If they like his face and they like yours, they'll just train him up. They realise that kids get shy. In the bag. So John Lewis are providing free meals for all of its staff from October to January. Isn't that good? And what, no, really is it like poor. a luncheon? Is it yeah, lunch and breakfast. And so you don't have to, you don't bring in any of your own meals. You get it all okay. provided. And they've given you a menu that they'll send at the beginning of the week. And they're like chicken korma, um, full English breakfast, roast dinners on a mandy. It's amazing, actually, to waitress and actually No, it's actually enough of an incentive to actually go and that's, get a job. That's what, I'm saying. that's what I'm waitress. saying. They're desperately trying to get people on board. And that's a way of doing it. And people are actually looking lively. So I think, well done, Jean-Louis. Well done, Jean-Louis. Hats off to you. Now, ways you can, because it's, it's a bit scary for everyone. I mean, regardless of one situation, even if you think you're quite comfortable, it's a considerable price hike for each household. And also, what about our, um, you know, our brothers and sisters out there who really are going to have a tough, tough winter? There are ways. Hope is not lost. Ways to reduce your energy bills. I've actually taken on board a few of these, but obviously the first one, which everyone is talking about, is shower at the gym. I did take a shower at the gym. Not advisable at my gym. It's very community, very community. I'll say no more. I took a shampoo, conditioner and shower gel and forgot moisturiser and deodorant. You know, so many things had a very... I had a really Serums. tight face and it's, it's just a bit grotty, but I did it and I thought... I'll and I won't be doing this. it again. Good. And I won't be doing it again. But as of October the 1st, apparently a shower is going to cost £2.50. If you've got four people in your household, you do the math. I sadly can't that do that sort of That used to be a pack of, of 10 back in the day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay, the other one is what the willing partners, willing parents do, is you collect your rainwater in a tank. They collect rainwater in a tank and then they just use it. I mean, you literally can just service a household 
from this rainwater in a tank. We don't really have big enough homes, but what you yeah. can also what do is... What are you, you doing once bucket. you've collected said rainwater? The rainwater gets collected in the tank and it feeds through the hoses, the taps, it feeds through. But you through. need to have a system, surely. You have a system. Or more budget than that is what they were doing this time I went when there was the drought, is you collect the water in a bucket under the sink. So all the water that just from your hands, from washing the vegetable, that usually drains down the sink, you catch it in a bucket and then you water the plants. Okay. Don't waste, don't waste niche. Obviously, turn off the tap when you're brushing your teeth. I've been doing that since day dot. This lady has been putting a brick in the toilet system so it doesn't fill up completely. And what she also does, listen to this, she says she always used to have the TV on in the background, which I don't have. But she says instead now, she listens to the radio off her laptop, which is a lot cheaper, or better still, just sings to herself. Okay. They're really, yeah. really sweet suggestions there, Shirley, all of those. Um, I don't know if anyone will really be able to sort of follow any of those through, but it's nice. No, no, to no, no, them. you can. You No, there's there's, there's a few you can do. I mean, you can turn off your your plugs at the mains when you're not using it and lights don't need to be on. Like, you don't need to be lit up like a Christmas tree. We're so used to just leaving lights on, I think. Just be a bit more mindful about these I things. I think so. I think so. Mm. And on the same sort of vein as that, my mother frog marched me into Lidl this week and I said, I really don't need an attention. Just come along. And then she pointed out that a pouch for a child is 55 pence. You know, there's food pouches as opposed to £1.40. The nappies were £2.89 for 40 nappies as opposed to 8 99 for 21 which is what I've been paying. There were Paw Patrol drinks, which are just really cheap squash, but obviously that really pleases my son. They were 30 pence each. And I managed to get an array of veg and a couple of bits of meat. I was a bit particular about it, but a couple of bits of meat, and it only came up to £27. Now she said, You see? shit me. You see? This is what I'm talking about. You like to go to all these places, but actually, look how much you're saving. And the vegetable's not too bad. And I managed to get two huge things of water, you know, um, 24 bottles of water, small ones, and they were about one ninety nine each. So, you know, I laughed at her on the way in and then didn't laugh so much on the way out. She's done really well. Whether yeah, well I can done. go to... What, listen, what are... I think for the certain things, she's absolutely right. If a pouch is 55p compared to £1.40, Shirley, I mean, you just got to do it, haven't you? And he enjoys them. That's the thing. He enjoys it. But... Can you get large bottles of water and decant into your smaller sort of everyday reusable bottle? Yeah, that's the thing yeah. to do, Shirley. But well, you insist there are no definitely... littles in, in Peckham. I insist there are at least three. No, I said there's no Aldi. I have a little. Okay. I know where little is. Okay. I don't have an Aldi, but okay. you insist I do. So please show me the way. I will. Tin Pan Annie. She reminded me of you today. Went to a Tin Pan Annie class. She's up in Clapham. She runs about 10 classes a day. She's dressed like an absolute joker. <laughs> Red shoes. She's very funny. She plays all the instruments. She's about in her 60s. She has a, mic, a little sort of headpiece mic. And zoom, okay, what, zoom, what part zoom. of Tin Pan? What part of Tin Pani reminded you of me? Please. The way you dress, your sense. She of... looked like an absolute joker. You said with red no, shoes. No, when you're and wearing the, when you're wearing your billowy sort of jeans and your sort of loose blues ons, that sort of thing. Also, when you're doing a sort of an impression of, let's say, your mother-in-law, it's that sort of woman. It's it's down to earth. It's bright. It's engaging with everyone, and it's fun. It's that sort of woman who I think actually attracts the women of Clapham to her because she literally had classes from 11 in the morning to 6 in the evening, half an hour each, played all the instruments. Also, it was the way she was playing the guitar, reminded me of the way that you used to play the guitar. What happened to that guitar of yours? It's under my bed collecting dust. Right, you must get that out again. But she literally, she was great. 
she was really really good i've heard good things and i thought let me just take my son to something i woke him up from his very deep slumber and i thought i haven't shown you a very good time today so let me take you to this class and he absolutely loved it they were just following him around she was like the pied piper on her instruments and they were just crawling or you know everyone gets a sack machine you've got to hand it to these women exactly that's what she's, I'm saying, she's bringing she's spreading joy yeah and she's making money yeah that's what we should not many not doing. many people can yeah. be accused of that no so I think actually forget all this this nonsense Shelley and I are doing a podcast we're part of um, the London podcast festival tomorrow evening if you this by the time this goes out it would have gone but 9 30 p.m on a Thursday evening, King's Place. We if will you'd like there. to go retrospectively, if you'd like to attend last Thursday retrospectively, please do. It's exciting to be part of it, but I'm just saying, Shirley, I actually think we should... Tim Panani is laughing all we the way We must learn from her. We must learn from we her. We must. What's your winner-winner? My winner-winner is the fact that um, I've been buying time with those call on the cob holders. You know, those holder forks. My friend bought them for me. It really buys the kids love a corner on the cob. Who doesn't? You just put them in and hours of fun. I'd say I get at least 20 minutes to half an hour with each. Do you know when I lived in Bahrain from the ages of four to six or seven? Yeah. We used to, my father was bank and we belonged to many bankers' clubs. You just do, you live in compounds when you're sort of an expat. You know, you don't get, I never sort of saw the real life out there. I was always part of a club. And my point is, we'd go and eat in these clubs often. And a starter would just be corn on the cob. It would mm. just be, that was your starter. And it would come on the plate with the little forks that you hold on to. And mm. I always ordered the corn on the cob. It's great. Loved it. Now, if I went to a restaurant and I just looked at the, scanned the starters and I just saw corn on the cob. You should be so bloody lucky. Turned, and that turned up on my plate. I did con on the cob tonight for me, son. But did you do um, it with the no, thing? Actually, I'm talking memories. more about your baby. It's great for their little ones to hold it. They love. Yeah. No, no. I should I should invest in some. They're very nostalgic for me. That's all. You triggered a memory. Thank you, Shirley. But no, I will get them. That's been buying me time. And also mini music makers. They're back. I've been watching them again with my little one. I needed time this week. Just something to send off a few emails. Again. YouTube mini music makers. Remember, we interviewed her moons ago. She's absolutely yeah. triumphing now. Lives in Brighton. Um, your winner, winner, Shirley. My winner, winner was going. You know, sure. The recall with my son was a bit of a dead duck, but what was really nice was we just headed off into Shoreditch, caught the overground, the overland, and we don't really do that. Mom and son. Really nice you mean? Uh, Mom and son, and just being out in the big wide world. You know, getting out of SE15, and we went to my club, which he loves. He goes, "Mummy, I really do love your club." And we took a, a brunch there and we played. When Shelly says her club, lots of she's talking about the Soho house. So funny because I was like, oh, short, being out in public transport with the general public. And you're like, yeah, but then we went to my club and I'm like, oh, okay, keeping it and real. I and then... forgot because I haven't been on public transport for so long. I didn't know that there's, you know, obviously somewhere for the buggies to go to. So I said, all right, when I tap in my card, you've got to run through, then I've got to run after you. Just back to how, what we used to do when we were teenagers. I just didn't think. So then I run through and I get stuck with with the yo-yo, holding the yo-yo and it's the, the alarm goes off and the woman is absolutely irate. She goes, I was shouting at you. I kept on saying, don't go through, don't go through. And then I just went up to her, I'm really sorry, but I'm deaf in that side. So I didn't hear. And then she was so apologetic. I think she thought she was going to lose her job. And then she opened it up for me. It was so embarrassing. Though. I made such a scene. But anyway, we got on the overland and that was really nice. We went to some shops, we went to the club, we ate. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that is nice. That's a, that's a yeah, right that's nice day out. It's better than a day at Lidl, which is what I do with my you, three-year-old. You just, well, 
you just forget that as a mum, you can often just get into the same rhythm of doing the same sort of dusty things and actually changing it up just just injects some life into the whole equation, you know, having kids. Absolutely. Um, just highly advisable. Not all the time because it's knackering, but, you know, every now and then just change it up. Thinking about your son, actually, again with Carrie Johnson, I think they've got about the same amount of teeth in their mouths. What As she smiles, I thought, that's a lot of teeth. And that reminds me of your little one. I thought he's also got a lot of teeth. Anyway, you're dead duck then. Dead duck, please. Dead duck is, it's, oh, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it's so boring. It's your, your mortgages to do or not to do. What do you do? Pull out, take another fixed term or stick and just ride it out and see what You happens. need to speak to your financial advisor. I'm going to I dinner. have, I have. I've got a luncheon with a financial advisor in a couple of weeks' time. He'll ask how you are. We can just get you on FaceTime. We'll just get you on well, FaceTime. Why isn't he, why am I coming for lunch? Mm, that's really just, quite sad we decided we had a little word we decided we didn't want you there no, listen we're having a quick lunch just me and him so it can be somewhere lovely off the king's road my dead duck is the fact that i went for a quick cheap fanny wax today i um booked it really last minute on this app called treat well because i thought if i don't do it today i'm really busy tomorrow and then we fly to italy i've got to get it done and i have to say cheap is cheap but but it was 25 quid as opposed to 50. Yeah, see, all these little cuts here and there. But it, I did go to an absolute, up. it was really dingy. It was really, really dingy. They didn't have any loo roll in the loo. Thank goodness I bought my own water wipes. But I thought, mm, okay. And I have to say, they did an all right job. I mean, literally all they were doing was removing sort of six strands. But I just I thought... I mean, just, I mean, first, yeah, your Asian persuasion, minchalk there. <laughs> but I have to say that having no loo paper... In a place that does waxes. I mean, what if you drip dry before you go in? I mean, egg on their face. And I I had to bring my baby with me, thinking he'll definitely be asleep at this hour, 2.30. He wasn't. He stayed awake for the whole thing. And I could just hear him screaming in the hallway. And then the other woman in there, the receptionist, just put on Peppa Pig for him on the phone. Anyway, it was such a sweaty experience. But I've done it. I saved 25 quid. It's fine. your husband is really going to enjoy that. Well, listen. He's really going to enjoy. I just thought every now and then. It's only been a couple of months, but I thought, why not? I'm going away. Just doing it for my mother-in-law, no one else. She's got a minge wax for her mother-in-law. Guys, thanks. I'm going to regret ever mentioning my cheap minge wax. I'm going to hear about it. Anyway, I'll give you the details, Shirley. It's really worth it. 25 quid compared to 50. But then it's the mothership, isn't it? I mean, you don't have, you shouldn't cut corners with the mothership. Guys, I've said too much. I'm much too young. Thanks so much for listening. I've embarrassed Thank myself, you. Shirley. <laughs> don't worry, it's fine. Our five listeners really, really don't mind. They enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in <laughs> to Tune Out, guys. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Hurrah! Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Mother Funk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.